We are in rolling stage. Instantly rolling. Yep. No time for for fucking around. No time for acclamation. Right. It's time to just... Rip oh, it and dip it. I was just going to say open this episode up, but I know you hate it when I I start the show too early. Yeah. You know what I could always do? Hmm. Is just take some modular topic from the from later in the show. Yeah. Stuff it up front. Okay. And then it seems like we waited longer, but that that's a lot. It's a lot for me to do. That I don't done. need you. I'm life's hard enough. We don't need you doing that. Yeah. Megan, you look great today. You're wearing red Run DMC Adidas <laughs> sweatpants. You're wearing a quasi t-shirt, which yeah. when I walked in, I thought it was something for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or Monsters, Inc. But hmm. okay. it looks like both of those combined. That gives us quasi one of your favorite bands from back in the day. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it's interesting that you asked who the band was because we've already discussed them on the show. I said, what's that shirt? Because I thought it was like a candy. Then you said quasi, and then I go, oh, yeah, I know that. Why would I wear a candy shirt? Always has a question that it's like I walk in the door. I'm yeah. moving. There's a door. There's obstructions. There's things going on in life. I glance at the shirt for a second. I glance away. In my mind, I thought. Candy? Yeah. What? I thought Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, Monsters Inc. <laughs> What's Quasi? You go, it's a band. I go, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no. And then you ask what their deal is. And then I had to tell you what their deal was. The deal was like, yeah, like I forget what is it. What was that band about? <laughs> then you go, married couple. I Divorced go, oh, yeah. couple. Divorced couple. And then I go, ah, yeah, like that. <laughs> like, can you describe their sound? divorced couple yeah like it's like you know what i mean That's it's not it like, like r&b punk so you look great <laughs> i can actually tell you a story about these track pants please i don't think i ever told you this story your trainers so one time one time when i was in hollister california that's where you're from originally love it <laughs> can't get enough of that funky stuff uh, and you were right last week, by the way. Huh. You would sort of take the 101 to go to the beach to where the guy got attacked by the great white shark. I looked on the map. Oh, you mean I was right about the area from which I spent the first 18 years of my life? I was actually more right about it than you, some dickhead from Jersey. You actually caught one of the highways. You'd have to take four highways and you caught one of them which made me think she's never done it so you lost points just for ignoring summer i i used to do well no it's not like i didn't listen i used to go to sand city i used to go to uh, pacific grove i used to go to uh, really? monterey yeah to go to borders okay. all right to go inside yes right but you could still you could smell the air do the sand city borders yeah right by the beach you and could see you the like seagulls that? you could smell the air no oh. didn't care oh well, you're... Can I talk about these pants? Yes, but I just need to make the comment, <laughs> speaking of divorce, you are divorced from your true nature. Now, go ahead. Well, you know, actually, I was talking with a friend the other day about the ocean. You know how I famously hate the ocean, right? I kind of thought, and it, it's weird because I'm a native Californian. I I'm going to chop that, by the way. I don't think that should go out. Okay. Uh, you know how I strongly dislike the ocean. Ah, uh. But no, 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 no. I'm getting, it's going to be half okay Kay. when I say this. I think I might only dislike the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> too cold, too damp, air's too heavy. You go into the Atlantic. There's more humidity on the East Coast. The air's heavier over there. But it's not cold and damp. It's yeah, because like, you are from NorCal, where to me it is a little bit of a depressing vibe. It is incredibly depressing. Okay, so and also you go to the beach in Monterey; it's just a bunch of big fucking rocks, rocks and sharks. Yeah, but why don't you just say you're not into NorCal Pacific? I guess I could say well, it's all, but also the Pacific down here too. It's still cold as hell. It is too cold. You know, they don't tell you that when you're watching, you know, Bikini Beach and Beach Blanket Bingo and all that. Mm. They don't tell you. You jump in the Atlantic. I've my aunt used to live in Florida. I don't mean Florida's to brag. Florida's different than the rest of the. But it's also it is the Atlantic. For sure, but Florida is different. It's not like you jump in in New Jersey and you get warm water. Okay. Uh, I guess, well, what I'm trying to say is the Atlantic in Florida, I have swam 
in on Christmas Day. I like that. I mean, where else can you? That's pretty. You can't. Like you can't keep that's that out of in December. Yeah. F Christmas in July. I like summer in December. <laughs> you want me to get to the pants? Please. Okay, so I'm in Hollister, California, right? My grandma's got to go. You know how it is. She's got to go to Kohl's, right? Grandma got to go to Kohl's. Grandma's got to go to Kohl's. She's got some Kohl's cash. So um, the Kohl's is in Gilroy, right? We got to go to Gilroy. We go to Gilroy. By the Kohl's in Gilroy, there's a Salvation Army, okay? I know Sue's going to be in Kohl's for a while, all right? She's probably got about $40 worth of Kohl's cash. This might take an hour. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Sally Ann. You pick me up after you're done Wait, at Kohl's. What do you call it? Sally Ann. What are you, you uh, Jack White over here? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard the Salvation Army you referred to as Sally Ann? That, what, never once. Never really? once. No, I, li- I'm not, I like it. But I know I've never heard, heard that. It makes her sound like a, just this fair lass, you know? <laughs> I mean, she is. I mean, she's fertile. She's fresh, you know? Right on. She's got a lot of milk. Um, so I, I pop over the Sally Ann. Something's happening. Something's happening here. And what it is, is that they're fixing to uh, remod the Sally Ann, right? So it's like a fire sale. All oh. things must go sort of thing. Nice. Right? Everything's. I think like everything was a dollar. I think you you spoke about this. Uh, Have I talked about this before? Just yeah, but uh, not in regard to those great pants. <laughs> well, everything was a dollar, and then things just started to become free the more time that passed. Mm-hmm. So it's like somebody would come over on the PA and be like, uh, "Okay, um, all children's clothing uh, now is free," and then you know. People would just run to the children's department. What are you doing? I feel like I get clenched in my left side of my body. I think part of it is holding that mic for over an hour. So I switched hands. What do you mean holding the mic for over an hour? We've only been talking for five minutes. No, but I mean the fact that I'm going to. Oh, you're okay. Yeah. We're done and I'm like, you know, quasi, but the the other one, the, Mm -hmm. the, the hunchback. So... I thought I would switch arms, and okay. you, you uh, noticed that. Yes. Okay. I just I was just worried. I was just worried for a second. Okay. But I can get... My, oh, my anecdote's having... almost finished. Okay. I swear to God, my anecdote's almost finished. Okay. Because I'm anxious to get this show... To announce the show. These, uh, these, <laughs> these pants, right? Yeah. We're in the children's section, so they were free. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's another privilege you have by being uh, petite. Yeah, I never thought about being petite as a privilege, but yes, I can wear children's clothing. Seriously, and you could order, you know, Denny's kids menu probably without a problem. Yeah, I always get the. We know that I get the Chipotle kids menu every time. It's the best value in the best nice best value. value in the mall. <laughs> you know what's flying? This episode of, of Grift, Grift Horse. Horse. airborne we are we're we're flying it we're also rolling we're rolling and i'd like to welcome should we do it yeah our new patreons new patreons excited about big Uh, benny fish what a name (laughs) oh my god big benny fish one word that seems like three big benny fish big benny fish i mean that could be a pimp drug dealer rapper that could be a uh that could be a a blue collar comedian Big Benny Fish? Yeah. Big Benny Fish. Like an obese guy named Benny who likes to fish. Oh, okay. Good point. Right. Oh, he's like a southern comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your sign. Yeah, Big Benny Fish. We also got Jeff Ward. Jeff What's Ward. Up? Jeff Ward. Followed by Malia Walsh. Malia Walsh. Malia. Look at that. What a crew. Have you ever heard my uh, Obama impersonation? Uh, go for it. It's just Malia? That's it. I like it. I think I could say him Malia? saying his daughter's name right. Malia? 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 Stop listening to that Wilco. Malia? Malia? Turn down that Wilco. Wilco. Do you know that Obama heard Have a Summer Track? 
What do you mean? In his first administration, <laughs> a fan of Have a Summer was sitting in a diner in Maryland. And a couple guys came in in suits and scanned the place. Next thing you know, Obama comes in, yeah. orders a sandwich, starts making his rounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, where he talks to the people? Guy's sitting there with his parents. Yeah. Obama comes up and goes, hey, what are you listening to? And so he starts playing them, you know, half a summer. <laughs> <laughs> to the president of the United States. To the States. president of the United States of America, yeah. And Obama says, uh, I get to hear a lot of the pop stuff because of Malia. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the other one? Sasha. Sasha and Malia. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great to hear something new and different. <laughs> Look at that. That's wow. the review. That's my pull quote from the president. Of the United... Have you used that as a pull quote from the president of the United States of America? I, I haven't like super featured it, but I've, I've used it in places. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he took time out. That's something that happened in his first administration. Wow. So very proud of that. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, President Barack Obama, for having a summer. For having a summer. Something new. And different. Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama. Obama. Sasha? Did I Malia? tell you the smoking guy story? I think I've told you this one before. What's the smoking guy story? So I have friends that lived in D.C. They used to throw parties all the time. And mm-hmm. there was a guy that would come over and smoke cigarettes all the time. They called him smoking guy. Okay. And smoking guy became the president of the United States, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> smoking guy is president. Damn, man. Crazy, that rips. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of great letters this week, which I'm excited about. You know, we do have a lot of great letters this week. Actually, we're talking uh, out back. You're like, should I should I talk about my tires? And I'm like, I, could I, I get what you guess you got tires on your car? I went to get, yeah, two new tires. They put them on. You better talk about it because somebody sent us a fucking letter about tires. Great. How's that for kismet? It's great. But what I'm thinking is that the, the letter's going to tell me something that would have saved me a lot of money. So and, I'm a little bit scared to talk about it until I see the letter. Okay, let's read the letter and then we'll talk about how you're a dipshit. There we go. Okay. Subject line, tire grift. Hey, Howard and MBK. So I had to get some new tires and you know that whole system is a racket. I work with someone who used to sell cars and kept his license or whatever he had. He called a tire store for me and got your boy set up with four new tires for less than 300 I was feeling real good, but while I was there, I overheard someone have to pay over $150 for one tire. I know as grifters, we shouldn't screw over our fellow man. Should I feel good about my price and try to forget the poor soul having to pay full price? P.S. Howard, check your Stream email. <laughs> Alex Bagnara. Gotta check that. Sorry, Alex. I will check that. <laughs> I always forget I have that. There was like two emails on there. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I got screwed. I mean, it's like a lot of businesses. I mean, they don't just sell it to you for what they got it for, especially something where guys have to crankily go to work and do a lot of manual labor. They're definitely going to charge you for that. It's fantastic to have someone on the inside. It's always good to have someone on the inside, I got relatives on the inside of like the hotel business. So before COVID... Yeah. I could get a good deal if I went to certain cities. Mm-hmm. So then you go to check out and it's like you paid way less than the couple next to you who might have even been in a smaller room. Who knows? Right. So. I mean, you can't feel, feel guilt about that, though. Yeah. No As guilt. someone who refuses to pay retail, am I sitting around crying thinking about like, uh, you know, the maca powder I got at grocery outlet for three dollars that some jerk off paid seventeen dollars for? Right. Does that make me? Does that mean I can't enjoy my powder? No. No. If anything, I enjoy it more. Some people don't want a value. You know what I mean? Some people just want to get it done as fast as possible. Absolutely, they they don't care to deal with. These them. are the Mama Luke's that like get food delivered by uh, by Instacart or whatever. Yes, but if they can afford it, you know what I mean? Yeah, let them have it, man. Yeah. I don't know why. You know. Some people, even if they can't afford it, don't want to be ripped off. Yeah. But some people don't care. No. They're not your your responsibility, man. You're your responsibility. Whoa. Tough talk from the master. <laughs> but a great letter. So basically, I went over there. I was a guy who was not on the inside. but um, Where'd yeah. you go, by the way? I went to this place. I don't want to name the exact place. 
But, but did I, you go to an off-brand place like I told you to go? Yeah, I definitely did that. Okay. I had a choice to go to your guy in Koreatown. Yeah. And for, I don't know, it was probably a month. I mean, you told me a while ago, look, those tires, they yeah. take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept putting it off. I'll do it on Tuesday. I'll do it on Wednesday. One of those deals. Yeah. So then when the tire blew out, I went to like, I went back to the place that I got my last tire. Okay. Also, did I tell you the Brody connection? No. Real quick. That place was in the valley, super blue collar. It was everything that Brody always ranted about. Uh Uh-huh. So when I went there the first time, you know, it was like three years ago. I remember telling him all about it. Brody, this is exactly what he's like. That's right. Blue collar, the valley. (laughs) We work hard. It's not Hollywood. You know all that? Uh Uh-huh. So I felt the connection going back there. Right. So... Even though maybe I paid too much, it, it made me feel a connection back to Brody to give money to the Valley. Right. I buy weed there, and I buy Yeah, you're there. pumping the economy up. And that's all because of him talking up the Valley. If he didn't talk about the Valley, I wouldn't do that. So, the spirit You wouldn't care on. about the Valley? What? You wouldn't care about the Valley if not I wouldn't. Him? I wouldn't go out of my way to... To, uh, to patronize someone to patronize, in... Uh, yeah. Sherman Oaks or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Brody gave the Valley an identity, so he did what Springsteen did for the Jersey Shore. Thank you. I would. I mean, I don't think we can compare. Springsteen sucks. Brody ripped. I don't well, think that's a good comparison. How about BS? Bruce Springsteen, Brody Stevens. Connections matter. <laughs> whatever man dude actually side note i got uh, this isn't even a letter this is just a comment someone commented on our patreon killian smith says all caps billy does not slap harder than bruce dot 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 wtf thank you there you go megan you you can't spit in the face of of nature you can't just say things that don't jive with the universe and you did and the passions of the listeners were stirred. Well, you're saying because more people like Bruce than Billy? That's no, the, that's what the universe is trying to tell us? The universe knows. What does it know? Springsteen, it just cuts more to the heart of the matter. How does how does the universe know this? It's how just, are you, you, you are speaking for the universe right now, to be clear. I would say... You and fucking Killian... Are the two the two representatives of the universe who decide who has worth and who doesn't? That's interesting. I wouldn't put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is, I agree with the letter of our listener. Okay, <clears throat> and you know, I did. I don't. So, ooh, you got a text. What's up? Oh, shit. Just got a call from doctor. I need to get COVID test and blood work and shit today. Hmm. And shit. Ooh. Ooh. They, they take everything. COVID. Not sure if I have time till late. Okay. You know, speaking of COVID. Yeah. I uh, just did a test not too long ago, a few days ago. Free. Did you know you get a free COVID test in Los Angeles, even if you don't feel like it, like you got the COVID? Where'd you go for that? uh dodger stadium basically like the the fire department right near dodger stadium like you make an you... appointment online there's there's like other places around around town but uh there's there's like multiple locations around town the nearest one to me was the fire station by dodger stadium you make an appointment online pull up in your whip sit in it listen to uh you know uh xm satellite radio that still plays in your car for some reason Quasi. even though you were the third owner of it Great. and you're not paying for it yeah you, know, you sit there about an hour with the air on hour an hour slowly inching through this endless line and then when you get to the front they just like give you a thing that you swab your cheek with you don't even got to do the nose thing oh you don't have to do the nose you don't got to do oh, the that's nose great. thing that's great I'm glad I outweighed the nose thing swab the cheek swab the top of the mouth under the tongue put it in the tube shake the tube put the tube in a bag some guy with like a little grabber like he's picking up garbage like at a rodeo yeah yeah you know what I mean I don't want to touch you thing yeah he go, picks it up through the window throws it in a bucket and you're out. You then you wait. Then you're out, dude. Did you do some donuts before you left? Uh, there wasn't enough room to do that. Um, also, I wasn't excited yet because I wasn't sure whether or not I had. Oh yeah. COVID. How long did it take to find out? 
Like about like five days, something like that. Five days. And then, uh, <laughs> what, they just send you an email? Yeah, they sent, they sent me a text. And then I clicked the link in the text. And was it just it said like, negative. Was it like, oh, man, what's this going to be? Was it a moment of like, uh... I mean, they did send it to me. Like, what, what hour of the day did they send this to me? It was one of those things where it's like, I woke... Like, you know when you're, like, your, your phone vibrates... And then you kind of like wake up with a start, but it's still no, kind of actually don't twilight. I don't keep my phone in my bedroom. Okay, well, fucking Lottie Da Howard. All right. Are you saying I should keep <laughs> my phone saying, in my bedroom? Why don't I so just I not can... have a phone at all, Howard? Are Would you that saying please vibrations you? are wrong? <laughs> Six twelve a.m. They text me. Your COVID nineteen results are ready. Six in the geez. Six twelve a.m. And I'm like, you know what? That can wait. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even click it. I didn't click it till like maybe ten or so. Did you go back to sleep or you just? Oh awake? yeah, yeah. I went yeah, back yeah, to sleep. Yeah, okay. Got you there. Well, congratulations. Uh, if you don't have it, I take that as a. You definitely don't have it. If yeah. I don't have it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so congratulations to, to you. Congratulations Thanks. to all of us, really. Yeah. Uh, it's a great day in Griftville. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, and all I should say, speaking of grifts. These antibodies tests, mm-hmm. they're a fucking grift, man. None of them are like, pretty much none of them, I think none of them are um, Is that what approved you got? by the, no, I didn't get that. I got the thing to see if I actively had COVID because I got to go up to Hollister. Well, and what, so what's the difference? What are, you, what are these antibodies tests? Well, the antibody tests? tests say whether or not you've had it in the past. Because oh. if you've, you've had it in the past, then you have antibodies okay. against it. Um, but a lot of people are taking them to see if they're already taking these antibody tests that people are charging like hundreds of dollars for. Oh, I see. That's a and rich, they're not rich like, person's grift. Yeah, they're not FDA regulated or anything gotcha. like that. So the results are basically bullshit. It's BS. So don't get suckered. Not that um, anyone listening to this has like $275 to fucking I, get I an antibody say, you just, test. You can't make that assumption about the listeners. <laughs> you can't. I, I bet. The, I mean, I don't know that there's millionaires listening, but I think there's there's probably a handful of millionaires that listen just because this is their type of a thing. Okay. But let me just say, there's there's more going on besides the cost of the tests. What? Did you know that there are places popping up with a COVID surcharge? Sorry. COVID <laughs> surcharge. He's reading something on the phone, guys. Well, this he is did a his note research. That I made. Okay, yeah. what's up? Uh, in Michigan, there's there's places that are staying open. They add an eight, extra eighty six cents to all bills to factor in to go bags, silverware, condiments, mm. styrofoam containers, and they're calling that the COVID surcharge. Okay, just letting you know that. Uh, People are adapting to this in their own ways. Like already mom and pop places are coming up with extra charges. So you got to have your head on a swivel. <laughs> My head on a sw- What does that even mean? What do you mean by that? By head on a swivel? Yeah. It's like a football term. Okay. It's like when the, the other team intercepts the ball. Yeah. All of a sudden now anyone could... You know what I mean? Now the other team has the ball, so anyone could just come and slam into you to block you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times on offense, the team throws an interception or has a fumble, and some guy's just kind of not really paying attention because the whole thing's busted wide open. Yeah. And then somebody comes from the other team and just blocks him so hard, he's like out of sports for six months. Like, you know, So they say, you got to have your head on a swivel. So you got to be constantly, uh, constantly aware. Constantly on the lookout. Okay. There you go. Like if you were uh, masturbating in your college dorm. Mm-hmm. Someone could come in at any moment. Right. Right. There you go. Heightened awareness. <laughs> I got to relate to the listeners. Yeah. And I think not, you did. There you go. Definitely so, not with a sports analogy, but with the masturbating in your college dorm analogy. There you go. I should have just went with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because so my eyes a, definitely gla- glazed over So next time someone board, asked me to explain head on a swivel, I'll go like... You know, when you're masturbating. In your college dorm. Yeah. Right. Or camp. Or camp. Or, or college what? break. You went back to your parents' house. Okay. What about the people who didn't go to college? Oh, same thing. Uh, I guess just, yeah. You went over your dad's for dinner. <laughs> you're masturbating at your dad's house? <laughs> what, in between courses? What, like on the toilet? You what threw do you mean? me. You threw me. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> uh, you're working down at the quarry. Yeah. And uh, your boss gives you five minutes smoke break. Yeah. Girl walks by. It's, she's beautiful. Uh-huh. Like that. 
Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, question mark. There you go. Uh, should we take a letter? Or yeah, let's do another letter. Let's let. take a letter. Okay. People are really, we got multiple letters about media mail. We've been talking about media I mail. I love this. The ins, the outs. People are just fucking ch- champing at the bit to talk about Salute media mail. to the listeners. I love that you get passionate about these topics. <laughs> okay. Our boy who says tires are a grift also sent us a letter about media mail. Did we shout out his name? Alex Bagnara. Alex Bagnara. What's up? AB, American Bandstand. <laughs> Sorry for the double email, no big deal, but I felt compelled to add something to the media mail conversation. I have sold and shipped a lot of comic books, magazines, and other collectibles. I came across a stipulation that you cannot send anything through media mail that has advertisements, comic books, magazines, etc. I haven't been dinged by it myself, but there is that aspect. Interesting. Grifters beware. Interesting. Look at that. There's such, there's so many layers Why to this. Why would you fucking, like, that's so, you know. It's petty on the part of the post office. Yeah, man, that that's fast. so anal. It's petty on the part of the post office. Petty on the part of the post office. This is not hard. Petty on the part. Petty on the part of the post office. But, yeah, that's BS. That's like, you're Pet. being too technical. That's not in the spirit of the law. Sometimes a book will have an advertisement in it for another book. Yep. So you're saying I can't send that specific book? Yeah, you got to rip that page out at the end that has the author's other books on it. (laughs) I won't do it. What the fuck, dude? That's BS. Uh, You could say the Bible is an advertisement for church. Wow, Howard. (laughs) Damn, man. You went with this Ricky Gervais podcast, dude? Oh, I thought I was was getting punk rock props. No, I mean, no. Also, though, also punk. That's also punk. That's also a punk statement. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, and uh, here's some anecdotal evidence about media mail. uh, In that the subject line of the email. Is this a new letter? This is a new letter. Media mail grift anecdotal evidence. Dear H. Michael Cray and the Master, I ordered a t-shirt from an indie record label years ago. About a week later, I got a notice from USPS in my mailbox notifying me that I have a package with due postage being held at the post office. I took a trip to the post office and paid about 3 to $4 to get the package. I had to pay because it was shipped with insufficient postage. Turns out the record label shipped the t-shirt using media mail. USPS inspected the package and discovered it was not media. Instead of charging the shipper, they charged the difference in shipping costs to the receiver. I'm not sure if every post office would handle it this way, but there's some food for thought. If you ship using media mail and you're not shipping media, you might be screwing the buyer. Keep on pumping, John Mol- Keep on pumping, John Molfettas. John Molfettas. First John of all, Molfettas. I love to keep on pumping. That's in reference Rinse to one to of our, our themes. Our, yes, our theme, right? Which I have encyclopedic knowledge of since I I listen to every episode we do after we've recorded it multiple times. I'm I'm probably the biggest fan. Megan of the sends show. over flowers and champagne after each <laughs> listen to thank me for the way that these are edited. Um, what was the subject there? Media mail grift, anecdotal evidence. Oh yeah. So as Q-Tip said, Tribe Called Quest, record company people are shady. Mm-hmm. I could see this being a record company guy's idea. Like just send these out. If the people want to get it, they, they you know what I mean? Right. They got to get it out of hawk. Yeah. It's almost like with my thing with the candy. We found out it was giving people sores. Yeah. All right. Don't go get any new boxes. <laughs> It was kind of like that. Oh, the church didn't go out right. All right, so they'll they'll pay if they want to get it. Right. I'm busy doing coke, you know, in my limo. <laughs> you think somebody uh, that works at this indie record label is doing coke point, in a limo? Indie. You never know, though. Indie doesn't get you. Right. I mean, maybe they're just fucking morons. They you are, because they're shipping everything media mail anyway. But it's like if your t-shirt's soft and in a bag. It's not hard in cardboard. So like you're a saying like it would be easy to figure out that that's not media. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's wrong the way the post office handle it. They should charge the shipper. But I guess it just adds to what we've been saying. Hmm. Just beware with the media mail because they have full power to open your package. Yeah. And also it goes with, I, I mean, I like every, we've been talking about this endlessly and we're constantly getting new information that sort of like adds to i mean basically media mail's a quagmire i think is what we've learned yes you want to fuck with it choose your battles pick your poison 
Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? It's a crazy world out there. But I will say, for a guy who didn't know about it coming into this show, it's a fantastic thing if you follow the rules. Yeah. It's, it's you know, trying to sneak other stuff in is the quagmire part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been selling, you know, you know, as I've as I've said for the past few weeks, I've been selling books for the Vela Silvase Panorama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just when I was taking a, my first drink of water of the show. Yep. She saved it. Vela Silvase Panorama. Okay. And yeah, we're, we're shipping, I'm shipping like heavy ass old books, man. Like fucking like eight pounds worth of books at one time. Medium mail. For like three bucks. Only a few, a few dollars to make you holler. I got it still pissed up. People are still trying to lowball. That's still cooking. This fucking, <laughs> this fucking charitable organization. I was selling these like social directory books, right? Like, where else are you going to find a blue book from Los Angeles from 1946? You're fucking not. You're not. What is that? Uh, It was a so it was like a social social. It's like a who's who in L.A. kind of thing. Yeah, like a phone book, but for rich people. Got it. Social directory. So we got some up there. Someone sends an email. It's like, hey, I want the years, you know, like 46, 52, 64, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Would you do it for $50? Uh, with like five where yeah fifty dollars were like five dollars shipping jesus and i'm like no i mean who would want those lowest would with? be 60 if you want them you need them bitch yeah you know great what i'm saying point. great point especially specific years and i'm like lowest lowest we could do is 65 and the guy's like oof highest i can do is 60 all right bitch no deal there you go hang on no to fucking your Lincoln. deal bud Go buy a Pizza Hut $5 deal. I know you're going to be crawling back at some point. Because, again, with that's a, that's a good thing to know about, like, eBay. Just stand your ground with, like, if you have something that's truly obscure mm. that only, like, maybe five people on Earth would want. Stand your ground with this shit. If it's valuable. Eventually. Well, with anything, really. Because yeah, I'm about then- to get... I'm about to get to... The mo- This is probably the most mind-blowing sale I've ever executed. This is saying something, ever. Possibly. Wow. In that it's been, you know, the journey has been as long as this show. It started at the beginning of the show? Yeah. So the journey is almost a year old that this fucking thing's been listed. Well, well yeah, 45 weeks at this point. Yeah. It is, it was, excuse me, it's no longer in my possession because it did sell a... uh promotional jacket from season two of Lopez. No! <laughs> Somebody bought that? Somebody finally fucking bought that. Wow. For $16.99. $16.99? Shipping included. The shipping cost about eight. <laughs> oh my God. Because it was a heavy jacket. Wow. But now the guy, now someone, someone owns season two lopez jacket congratulations my loss is their gain and your gain mm-hmm. i still remember pulling up to that party george was inside he made an announcement i went to get my jacket they said we don't have any large i gave your large to someone else mm-hmm. and Perfect. i said well so what am i supposed to do go get it back from them no you take this extra large it doesn't fit at all <laughs> well glad you drove all the way out to it was it the salty goat in encino or the hell that was. <laughs> george lives way out you know like sure some place out there uh-huh woolen hills encino yeah that area so but now that's you know, incredible yeah you're i lost, can't believe this guy's game i i can't believe it but and that, that frees up some good room in your closet probably for that sure was a big jacket it was big it was bulky but i'm saying this guy's probably one of three people on fucking earth who wanted it who want it so yeah. you just sit around and you just wait wait you just wait 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 you know, wait wait uh, a year i waited almost for this fucking sale yeah that's fantastic and I didn't guess... didn't really make any money of course but you gotta say this you know the one guy on earth who wants the lopez season two jacket he's out there you made his day made his day and so also if you got the room it's worth it because it's not like you were thinking about that jacket every single day no. forget about it no this week i listed some stuff that i never thought i would list and I did that same thing where I just, I'm setting my price. If they want it, great. If they don't, 
Yeah. Let 45 weeks go by. I'll still be the owner for 45 weeks. Yeah. Because you were the owner for however many fucking years to this point. Exactly. It's all gravy. Thank you. Dick Tracy, 1990 action figures. <laughs> 30 years old. Yeah. I can't sit on for another four, 40 weeks. I will. <laughs> Test me. I will. All right. Let me tell you about cables being cooked. Oh, yes, please. Yes, you made a note. You made a note. Cable is cooked. Cable is cooked. Let's now, go. Why did we start talking about that? Because you were bringing up Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. And how they've completely pivoted to... Yeah, yeah Comedy Central had a big shakeup. I didn't read about it. I heard about it. So uh-huh. I don't have any credible, good information that I could speak of. Wouldn't the hearing about it be better than the reading about it? Because, you you know, you got people on the inside? Probably. But what I'm saying is if you start to cross-examine me, I got nothing. Oh, uh, if I tried is, to like, you know, when what exactly is their quarter for 2020 strategy exactly. for content acquisition, Howard? Exactly. <laughs> I'll just wilt. Right. But basically, one guy took over and I don't know if it's connected to the fact that so much is going to streaming or whatever, mm. but cable is cooked. Cable's cooked. It's in its death spiral. If you think about it. The only way a business can keep growing, like these corporate businesses that are, you know, public shares and all that, they have to keep getting bigger and expanding. They have to keep pulling in new customers or whatever like that. Well, cable has no new customers. I mean, anybody younger than even us is like, no thoughts about cable. Right. No one's getting out of college. Well, I won't say no one, but... A lot less people are getting straight out of college and let me get my cable hooked up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're in a death spiral. So it's over. Like, do you remember when the VCR was out? Yes, I do. And then it was VCR, VCR. Then DVD players came out. Most people didn't have them. Yeah. But then that moment comes where nobody's buying a new VCR. The stores stop selling them. Right. They still sell new VCR tapes. But nobody buys a VCR. Mm-hmm. Death spiral. You're over. You're cooked. Nobody knew's coming in. That's where cable's at. And I, for someone who had it for so many, I'm as happy as when Blockbuster went belly up. <laughs> oh, because you feel vindicated now because you because uh, you dropped the cable and now it's in a death spiral. Well, I just never liked cable. The experience. <laughs> I just. Uh, just so much of it is spent watching commercials like media mail's not going to let you send something with an ad but i'm going to pay a hundred dollars for cable and sit around watching commercials that's what yeah yeah i don't get that so stupid and then also just the same with blockbuster once you've paid a couple of those late fees you hate the company yeah so when they go away you're like good that's like good. Oh, <laughs> that's Netflix. what you get for fucking charging my ass. There you go. That's why I watch Extraction with Chris Helmsworth on Netflix, just to thank them for getting rid of Blockbuster. <laughs> but speaking of late fees, reminds me, I wanted to give a very special shout out, very special tribute to the Los Angeles Public Library on L-A-P-D. this week's show. L-A-P-D. L-A-P-L. L-A-P-L. Uh, specifically... Their uh, their ebooks rental uh, option, I believe. If you go to what is it? Uh, yeah, if you go to lapl dot overdrive dot com, you can check out a lot of ebooks. You can check. You, I believe you can even look at magazines. And then it also says no library card, no problem. Just take a few seconds to sign up using your mobile number and start borrowing digital free digital titles. Look at that. So if you live in Los Angeles and you don't have a card, you can create one instantly on here. But the thing is, you could check books out. I'm reading a couple books on the iPad a a friend gave me uh, right now. Loving it to death. I'll tell you what I'm reading. (laughs) The Dangers of Being Female by Eminem and M&B. What is that? What's what's your your free e-book? What? Your free book. The book you give away. Your own book. Oh, you mean the indignities of being a woman? <laughs> yeah. Wow, you fucking... That was close. Yeah, it was close. But, uh, God damn it. So, lapel.overdrive.com. You can check out books, and the thing that's tight about this, as opposed to checking out physical books at the library, is that there is no such thing as late fees. You have it on your fucking Kindle or your iPad and or whatever. And you just chop it when you're done, right? No, it's just like when the, when the loan's over... 
then you, you got to go. It. Yeah, you just got to trek it out again. No, that's fantastic. And of course, what these also don't have that the physical library has is COVID. You don't have to worry that someone mm-hmm. touched the book two days ago and now it's rife with germs. Yeah. And also, I mean, we're spending a lot of time in, you know, why not read a magazine? Look at this. That's what I do. This is going to, you're going to flip your wig when you see what kind of magazines they got on offer here. Nice stuff. TV Guide, Howard. Wow. Look at TV that. TV Guide, right after Good I cut food. Cable. Good Food Magazine, Yoga. Oh, just right after I gave up Yoga and Food. OK Magazine, Us, TV Novellas, Reader's Digest. You could just spend hours. Elle, Bazaar, Marie Claire. This is great, Megan. And can I, I got to tell you, segs perfectly into my next story. What's up? <laughs> so remember, I, I was ordering all the catalogs and everything? Yeah. And I got a epi- a free episode of Shape Magazine. You mean a free issue? Free issue. Of Shape Magazine, yes. And so I thought that was just a one-off. Went down to my mailbox, got my next issue of Shape. Interesting. I think I might have... You might have lucked into a into real... A subscription, yeah. You know that the way to check that... Um... Hobie Kramer? <laughs> Well, no, the, the 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 sticker on a magazine, it tells you where when the subscription ends. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I'll, great I'll, info. I'll show you after oh, the, I love after to the check show. That out. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I didn't know they did that. Mm-hmm. Do you know that when I was in Texas, my friend showed me the codes on uh, pawn shop stuff? What do you mean the codes on pawn shop stuff? There was like a lettering code. I don't know if it was like... Through it, it probably wasn't standard throughout the pawn industry, but they would put like you know like those little stickers. You would put like a little price sticker. Yeah. But it would have a letter code on it, and the lettering code corresponded to numbers, so that the people that worked at the pawn shop could see how much money the pawn shop had invested in the item. Oh wow! So he showed me those codes. You know, I never like mastered like learning those codes because it's like you don't always want what's at a pawn shop anyway. Right. But same type of a thing those secret mm-hmm. pieces of information you get that can help shout out to big <laughs> benny fish jeff ward and malia walsh malia so also shout out to we received a postcard this week wow you did if it's got reagan on it it's reagan smiling big at a women's business conference hold, wow. holding a shirt that says women mean business oh up to God. his atrophied chest i didn't know reagan used teespring <laughs> Uh, so okay caption at the businesswoman's conference in New York City President Reagan accompanied by first daughter Maureen enjoys his t-shirt as it shows as he shows it to the crowd President Reagan tries to bridge the gender gap a persistent 10 point lag in his approval ratings among women voters in a lunchtime speech to a group of women entrepreneurs President Reagan assures his listeners that his economic policies will do more for women than legislation on equal rights (laughs) (laughs) April 5th 1984 uh, this is this is from Giuseppe and Melissa. Thank you, the Boston crew. Thank you say, so much. Keep making all those bitches your bitch. Warmest regards, Giuseppe and Melissa. There we go. Boom. Nice. That's Can't wait perfect. to put that what on the great, fridge. It's great. It it goes right with your you know so many of your topics. Yes. T-shirts, Reagan, and women. And women, the Holy Trinity. Beautifully done. Great postcard. Wow. But that's you know in core. Yeah, I've been getting a few postcards. I'm not going to lie to you. Some good ones? Yeah, and I've been contemplating sending some out. I haven't done it yet. But, I mean, that's a it's a way to be a little creative. Right. You know. Old-fashioned touch. Be a little old-fashioned. You don't need, a, like, a fancy fancy uh, stamp. No. Nope. Post office. The, the, you don't have to worry it's not going to fit in the slot. No? When I Mm-mm. took all that stuff to the post office, the, the woman's like, just stick it in the slot. It doesn't fit. Oh, yeah, it'll fit. Go back there. It doesn't fit. Okay, I'll take the big one. Put the rest in the slot. They don't fit. <laughs> Got to leave it all in a pile on her counter. No no good. No bueno. All right, give, load me with a letter. Load you with a letter? Well, before that, what if I told you you could read Newsweek right now for free at the library? Do they have Isn't anything cool? to say? Do they still have things to say? <laughs> New York Magazine, Mother Jones. You can learn about your oppressor for free. Okay. Another letter? Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, we have a... Uh, ooh. ooh, child, things are going to get easier. We have... Uh, proposed swap prop for your ass 
Sweet, I like that. Um, is this a uh, LA guy? Nah, it's, it's Killian Smith. I don't What's know if that? he's in LA. Killian Smith. Can't find any more Cliff variants, he says. But I got an open but not destroyed box of 12 with Venus Williams on it. One was broiled and eaten. If interested in a swap, I'm into vinyl record ephemera. I'm not going to Giuseppe pasta this thing. So let me know what you think. What does that mean? Kill I'm you. not going to Giuseppe pasta this thing. I don't know what that Giuseppe, means, actually. Giuseppe, you're a verb now. <laughs> I'm not going to Giuseppe pasta this. Also, if people want to hop in a Discord and talk grift shop, here is a link. Discord.gg slash aw4wwf okay What's that, we'll where he sells records no nah, i think D- discord is like some kind of it was Discogs? like no discord is like discord is a record label it, well Isn't yeah that ian mckay's record label? and it is but this is spelled differently this is some kind remember he was talking about like how uh we could uh what is it set up a a Discord server where like-minded folks get together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I clicked the link. doesn't work. So, never mind that. Um, but do you do you have any vinyl record ephemera that you would exchange for this guy? For 11 of 12 Cliff Bars? For 11 bars? of 12 Cliff Bars with Venus Williams on them. That means I got to ship a piece of vinyl in order to get a Media box mail. of Cliff Bars that's already opened. Oh, good point. Media Mail. Uh, I have no idea what record ephemera he would want i mean i feel like i could go buy that <laughs> I, I feel like i could go get that at gross out or something like that what the venus william cliffs yeah cliffies have you seen any of these cliffies in the wall nope hmm. i don't know that that one's tough for me just because i'm not dying to get my hands on those venus cliffs but then i gotta figure out what record ephemera he'll accept right which means i gotta dig through stuff i gotta type in ideas it feels like a lot just to get a cliff bar. Mm, okay. So, so she he's abstaining. I gotta abstain. We got an ab- we got an a- we I got hate an abstain. to abstain, but I also just yeah, I can't just be doing it just to do it. I get it, man. What? I said I get it, man. When someone in silky Adidas sweatpants tells you they get it, you don't you don't need a second opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, what's uh? We got another one. Yeah, we got another one. You want another fucking success story, dude? Absolutely. Subject line: the pod that pays. Who's Again, this from? our boy Randy Denton. R D. Thank first, you so much for everything. R D says first it was four dollars, now a whopping fourteen. Can twenty four be far behind? Randy Denton, my time is worthy, and he's a screen cap for fourteen dollars. For doing some stupid ass study for respondent.io. 14 wow. bucks, PayPal. Boom. That's that's great. <laughs> I mean, you're converting, you know, idle time into money. Man, I had the sickest fuck. Because, you know, like all these Zoom, uh, what do you call it, focus groups and shit are popping off because you can't go nowhere no more. I had the sickest one last Friday where it was just like talking about smoking cigs. It was supposed to be 45 minutes. I answered all the questions in 15 minutes. Wait. And then I just went about my day. Were you on camera? Yeah. And uh, when you're on camera, are you answering the questions verbally? Yes. And do you call them bitches and jerk-offs and stuff? I do not. No. (laughs) (laughs) But they ask you a question. If you're, you know, (laughs) 75 bucks, dude. 15 minutes that's huge beat that i gotta i gotta uh get over my barrier you got it randy denton you've made more money off surveys than i have (laughs) i gotta focus yeah man i sold an austin stories dvd this week oh okay thank you that's unrelated but um that's that's a success i also made semi-passive okay yeah you made you made a little little fun little little folding money well exactly little fun bucks i still got that optimus prime money Okay. If it gets there and the guy doesn't complain. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's what I got to ask you about is the Urs potato chips. What's up? So, I'm not going <laughs> to fight that. The guy wants a refund. You know what I mean? He wants a refund because he thought he was getting four bags of four fucking bags potato chips. For 16 bucks. It's stupid. Right. If I want to be an animal, or let's say I'm Megan Beth Keister about mm-hmm. it, I could say, I'll give you 12 back. If your assumption was four bucks a bag, you got a bag. 
I ain't giving you 16. I'll yeah. give you 12. Yeah. I kind of just don't want to ever ever have to think about the potato chips ever again. So to me, it's worth four bucks just to refund them. Mm -hmm. That's my judgment call. So you have given this jerk off all of his money back? No. No. Not You're yet. letting him sweat? Well, it's more of that I'm asking. I don't know how to give him a refund. How do I do? <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. I mean, has he? He's opened a. Uh, he's opened a case against you. I'm assuming he hasn't right? opened a case. I'm he not, hasn't opened a case. No, but the other two people that did open cases both shut him down. Okay. Because they got their stuff the next day. This guy. I'm not waiting for him to open a case. It's just what I just go on PayPal and send him 16 bucks. Uh, yeah, I think you can go. I'll show you how to do it. But I think you can like reverse the the payment. Polarity. Well, basically, yeah, ACDC. Uh, you can just ACDC it back to him. Okay. Thank you for listening to that, people at home. <laughs> Give me. We got one more letter. Well, I should say before we read a letter. Yeah. If anyone wants to send the letter, oh, has a question like Howard has, has a comment like I usually make. Send your letters where I send them. Or a combination of the two. Send a letter to grifthorsepod at gmail.com. That's grifthorsepod at gmail.com. Well said. Will we read your letter on air? Absolutely, because we read every single letter. We don't exclude anybody. More or less. We don't always take your deals, but we let you be heard. <laughs> Sound off in the comments. Okay. I bet you could sell those to our listeners. What? Megan Beth Keister poster right there. Evening with Megan Keister. Oh, that's a that's that's a one off, man. That's only I only got one of those bad boys. Right. You go down to the uh or you go down to Kinks. You go down to Kinks and you make more. Yeah, I could. I think you sell that one. I think a lot of a lot of people are into that. A lot of people are into the fact into me doing a one woman show at the Cine Cave in San Francisco. Friday, March thirteenth. But 13th. the graphic is like you're, you know, you're dead on, murdered on the floor. Yeah, it looks like there's blood coming out of my head. Yeah, that's why. And I, like I know it. that just from all the movies I don't watch on Netflix that there's a great demand to see women in peril. Oh, violence against women is trending. That's true. I think you sell those. I could sell some of Summit posters. I'll save that for Kiss My Griffs. We can talk more about that then. <laughs> well, let's read this letter actually during Kiss My Griffs because it's pretty lengthy. Okay. Um. Shout out to everybody. I know you're stuck inside. I know structure helps. I got a little cabin fever this week, but take it day by day. You never know when someone's going to buy your stuff on eBay, give you a little dopamine rush. <laughs> oh, let's not. Okay, let's save all the letters for Kiss My Grass, but let's talk about the t-shirts. What are we talking? Well, you know, I made those t-shirts. I shipped them. You shipped the t-shirts. They had free buttons in them? They had free buttons People in them. People got free stuff. Did anybody receive it yet? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. No that's one has a, said they received it. That's a USPS. It. No, it's not on us. No, it's definitely not Don't on us. Don't open cases against us. <laughs> but um, we ran out of average sizes real quick. Uh, all we have left are extra small and small. I don't know if that will ever move. If it don't. You know, no risk, no reward. At some point, I think it will. Uh, we got As our, our listeners, maybe they'll get skinnier because of the uh, economic effects mm, of quarantine. Oh, right. Or the COVID, rid like riddling their body. COVID. Uh, COVID. Um, so you're saying you want to transition over to Teespring. I am not saying that at all. What I'm doing is I'm assuring the public, because I've received multiple letters from people as soon as you get a large, as soon as you get a medium, as soon as you get an XL, like, let's dance, you know what I mean? So can I say to you? What? Chop, chop on that chop meat. Chop, chop on that chop meat. Chop, chop. That's what you're telling me. Let's and go, what Tiger. Is <laughs> you wanted to be uh, Indy Mindy. Where am I going to find these shirts, though, is the thing. At the chop, chop, shop. At the chop, chop, shop, she says. There's a man. <laughs> Let's go. Supply it. Um, maybe I'll... Uh, I, I could probably I could... bring by... Wait, what size you need? Large, extra large. Might have some... Might have some what? Just blank shirts? shirts? You know, just shirts you don't wear hanging around. <laughs> Not every shirt gets... A gets worn right yeah. trying to find it like if anybody has any ideas where i could procure cheap 
They go shirts. through this over at Teespring a lot. What? They go through the like, geez, there's orders for like larges and stuff. Just where are we gonna where are we gonna get the shirts? Because <laughs> 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 it's just my supplier, you know, is closed for now. Although I guess maybe shit'll start opening up again. Uh guys, if you have shirts you wanna send over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want me, maybe I could just, you have a favorite shirt? You want me to grift horse it up? Wow, that's interesting. You do that. Send me your denim jacket. There's three rounds of shipping going on there. (laughs) I know, two rounds, two rounds. We'll work that out. We'll work that out. Well, yeah, maybe I'll like, uh, you know, see if anyone's dumped any shirts outside Goodwill. There you go. Go over there, do some crowing. (laughs) I think we'll get our hands on some shirts. That, That too is like... It's one of those things. You get, you'll get a shipment some, somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Chris finds up. a way, dude. Exactly. Um, you still going up the hill? Up the hill? To your construction sites. Oh, yeah, of course I am. I tell you, I found another avocado tree. Yeah, you did. The bigger one next yeah. to the smaller one. Yeah, bigger. I'll probably take some of those home today. Great. Great. Wish you would. I, I'd love to. <laughs> Still eating healthy. I got 10 loquats off of the tree. Got a late little batch, but it's kind of over now. But mm-hmm. jacaranda are in bloom. I got probably the most colorful vista. Like, I drove all the way to Burbank and back. I went, the most colorful thing I've seen this entire day is the view out my window. Wow. It was, it was just brown all the way to Burbank. <laughs> I go, oh, there's a purple tree. There's a yellow one. But... I got the concentrated color burst. Might I ask why you were driving to Burbank? Oh, to go to the tire place. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and how'd that, what, they didn't fuck you or did they fuck you? Um, I, I paid sort of in the neighborhood of what that letter was talking about. Okay. You got it. Okay. But like I said, it's kind of like, I guess what it feels like to give money at church it makes you feel like. It went to God or something like that. Well, the, it is a good point. The, the with it when it comes to tires specifically, if you go to a little guy, even if you do pay more, you're still going to be paying less than these corporate guys. Like, like if you if went you to like, go to like Big Jack's Tire, yeah, like, or Tire yeah. Boss or whatever. Right. Like they're always they're going to fuck you, but good, dude. They're going to fuck you like crazy. And they're gonna they're gonna make you buy four tires with their two tires, a free coupon, but you still wind up paying like like six hundred or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's all bullshit. So you know what I just say? I got dinged. You know, like uh, it happens throughout life. I mean, I don't know how often it happens to you, but like, <laughs> well, uh, last month I got dinged. All of a sudden, the you know I told you the hmm. the the wench at the management company's banging on my door for one hundred and sixty four dollars that mm-hmm. she never sent a letter about. Yeah. All right, I got dinged. Yeah, you got dinged. This month, the tires, I got dinged. What are you gonna do? Personally, absolutely nothing. What I'm are not gonna you do gonna anything. do about me getting me, dinged? Yeah, what am I gonna do about you getting dinged? I mean, I'll empathize. Yeah, that's all I need. But I can't do anything to stop it. I know. That's life. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Jack, the trees are free. How about that? There we go. That's what's up. I mean, you could be living in a world where you'd have to pay just to see trees, but tires are free. You'd be just the same. You'd be like, oh, why do I got to pay for trees? Wow. Boom. Damn, man. That's wise. Thank you. I'm like Kung Fu. <laughs> We had a great episode today. I want to thank you so much for being a part of it. Your Cut. name is at Born Farrell, Megan Beth Keister. Mm-hmm. You're one of the stars of Wild Children on Adult <laughs> Swim. You're also part of this great show that's giving people, I'd say, what's the word? Agency. Purpose. Agency, purpose, <laughs> and fun. And, and who are you? I'm H. Michael Cray. You can head over to haveasummer.com slash shop to pick up a Austin Stories DVD or on Have ha- a Summer t-shirt. Head on over to my eBay. Pick up a Dick Tracy action figure. <laughs> I got to say, I, I re- my hoarding is getting cured. I really never thought I would part with the. I listed something this week I thought that was untouchable. What? The Dick Tracy action figures. Really? I always just thought they're so cool. They're so much cooler than the average action figure. Yeah. Well, what changed? A, 
I like selling stuff on eBay. I like everything being merch. Yeah. And then too, it's like, I'll just look at something on the internet and go, think about how much more I look at the internet than those Dick Tracy action figures. Let's go. What are we doing? That's, yeah. You know, I I did, you know, because I used to like kind of hoard shit that I would buy at thrift stores and stuff, that, like yeah, that's weird bric-a-brac kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't have any room anymore because I live in a fetid studio apartment. And also, really, I just like the memory of the thing or like the idea of the thing. I could just take a picture of it. Thank you. There you go. You just take a picture of it. Right. And then you can look at it whenever you want. It's like you have it. Right. But you don't have to pay for it. And, and you don't got to store and it. And the picture's online, too. Like, if I ever wondered, like, whoa, what did those look like? You don't even need your own pictures for a lot of it. Yeah. And we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you to the show for that. It's helping with my psychological stuff. So, <laughs> that's great. Keep on uh, trucking through the COVID. And we will see you right here next week on... Grift Grift Horse. Horse.